Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Uh, last week, a lot of technical difficulties. Yeah. Mike, can you please address this? Little did you know, when I came in here, it was just a rat's nest of wires. How does it sound now? That's the important thing. I feel like our listeners will tolerate one f- up week, and they did. Yeah. And hopefully, they're back with us now. I've made mistakes. Joel Platt, everybody. It is going to go down. Yeah. I am oh. going to be naked with men. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. I'm like sitting there, you know, kind of like taking my Not shirt off. Not stroking your penis. No. Okay, well, you said pumping yourself up. I didn't know if you wanted to go in like no. half alert. It's going to be my first, you know, gang shower. I'm like, my God. <laughs> Please don't call it that. I like it. It's good. Call it. And so I just hear this. Oh, ho, 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 ho. One of our guys urinating on the other player in front of him. <laughs> First gang shower of my life. It was all dudes. And there is a fight. We gotta get our hands on more balls. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Dots. Dots. Welcome to the Jay and Dan oh, podcast, episode loud. 52. Okay. It's fingers across. We have this fixed because you're loud right now. Because <laughs> he's yelling. Fingers across that the audio is fixed because, again, we cannot apologize enough. Two weeks in a row, the uh, audio, it wasn't iffy. It was garbage. Yeah, we sincerely, sincerely apologize. This is not the standards to which we have held ourselves over the past several years of quality podcasting. And we just the bed the last couple of weeks but we, we're gonna get it all straightened out but and i believe this week you guys have done hours and hours of testing and now it's yeah, much much better we did the uh the mike patrick and dan podcast before you arrived it was just stellar sounds awful it was horrible uh so we tested everything we i think we're we're back on the road to recovery um and when you said we had some problems that was all mike yeah mike we, oh up. yeah of course always. Yeah. Yeah, all mike me really, all the time really f- we, we we sent Mike an email and said, hey, how's the podcast say, uh, sound? And he said, yeah, there's, there's a lot of issues. Lot I think it's problems. salvageable, though. Yeah, you asked if it was salv- salvageable. Because it was great. We it didn't was wanna- so I, funny. That was, was the horrible. problem. If it was a sh- podcast, we would have been like, you know what? We won't even release this. Yeah. But the Joel Klatt appearance was universally, universally lauded as one of the greatest in the history of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the gang shower talk, uh, uh, the Dominican men fighting and swinging their penises around, uh, Mark Pryor throwing heat. Yeah. Uh, just a stellar addition and a stellar appearance, but <laughs> sound. We've never had a guest be requested as a return guest so quick as Joel Klatt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or and, maybe and second to him, Andy Roddick, who's our guest today, returning to the podcast. Yeah, so we haven't seen him in months, so we're going to get caught up on him, talk Aussie Open. But Klatt was also uh, overwhelmed by the response. He says, a lot of people listen to your podcast. He thought we just did it for shits and giggles. Well, I mean, the way it sounded, I wish we had. <laughs> if we had recorded that on your iPhone, it would have yeah. been better. Oh, it would have been a lot better. If, if we recorded that on my Bookberry. No, let's not go that far. No. <laughs> We did say the new room will be a work in progress. I'm sorry. Okay, this is for what we mistakes. said. And, even, con- and, and I love that Patrick, hey, by the way. You just cut- dropped a C bomb. You just say. You can't say that. Say you say and I can edit it out. Nice. But I didn't say. 
Why would you say that? You can't say Families are listening. Yeah. A lot of families families gathering around their computers, uh, listening to our (laughs) audio. First Uh, thing that you need to know is that the internet (laughs) is amazing. (laughs) My favorite thing, though, in Patrick's recap thing that we do at the beginning of the podcast there is how we were saying last week, hey, one podcast, you can tolerate the sound there. But it's never going to happen again. And then we get the email from Mike, like, right after we record the second podcast. Guys, the sound is shit again. So wow. here's what we need you to do. You, you, you tell your friends, say, hey, the audio's back. They may have said, f*** them. We're yeah. never listening again. Say, hey, no, the audio's fixed. Come on. Bring it on back, guys. Bring it on back. Come Beep. on. Beep. Back we it up. We want you Beep. to enjoy the show. Oh, and I just spoke with Engineer Jim. A lot of people still asking about Engineer Jim. Um, let's just put it like this. I'm going to be super succinct. It is a uh, it is a union issue here at Fox. This is the reason we can't use Jim right now, but we're working it out. We're ironing it out, and we're going to call Jim later on this podcast, get a quick update from him. He's devastated he can't be on the podcast with us. He loves doing the show every week. He says it to us every week. It's his favorite part of the week. That's right. So he's going to come back and, and at least call in. You'll get to hear his voice, and then hopefully eventually – um, he'll be back running the board. Delicious. And he's secretly listening to the podcast, the, the previous two, and just howling. He loved it. In fact, yeah, the first week it. he was retweeting all the people saying how <laughs> sounded. Not, well, he wanted to give us ammo to show the boss. Well, this is it. He said, I wasn't doing that to, to get mad at you guys. I was doing that so then maybe, yeah, you could show your bosses at Fox, and they would be like, oh, wow, the audio's that bad. We'll better get a, a sound engineer back in here. Uh, instead Which of Mike I'm Botticello. not. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Uh, I'm not. Jim's not. been in... His position for oh, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks for me. Yeah. Uh, shout out to our good friends at Yerba Mate. Still waiting on the Yerba Mate dispenser. If Mike had been actually hired as our sound engineer, he would have been fired already. I wouldn't be a sound That's engineer. Uh, Not qualified. So I don't want to be. Again, and so why you were in the position that you are actually putting this together is a whole other mystery. Yeah. It's a lot of mysteries. Yeah. Fox Sports Mysteries. Yeah. Hey, that's a show. Um, it could go right after Empire, a hit on the uh, Fox Network. Ratings went up last week for Empire. Okay, let's get on to it. Um, last. Hey, j- oh, sorry. sorry. I just want, while we're on the Fox subject, Man Seeking Woman, I cannot recommend this show enough. Another Fox show, uh, Jay Baruchel, a Canadian on that show. The first episode, uh, unreal. So is the first episode the episode with Hitler? And Yes, okay. and he dates a troll. I watched it. I think you hyped it up for me too much. It was ah, okay. Loved it. I thought it was all right. Well, I thought it was okay. All right's better than But another episode this week. Yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed. Uh, the guy who wrote it is this, like, 24-year-old wonder kind, some kid who was an SNL writer when he was like 18 or something. Simon Rich is his name, I think. Nice work, Simon Rich. Yeah, great job. It sounds like a porn star. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> it? It's a good handle. If you were a porn star. Look at that. That dog. worked. Look at that the audio dong works. on Simon Rich. <laughs> Look at that big dink. If I There's was Jay a porn star. Is that what they say in the porn? Hey, whip your dink out. Yeah. If I was a porn star, I'd say dink more. I'd be like, you want to see my dink? I'm going to pull it down my pants and get ready to be penetrated by my dink. Come on. It'll be fun. But I think I've told this story on the podcast before. Uh, when I was growing up in Boyle, Alberta, Dean Zielinski, who lived next door, and I had a, an epic, like an epic fight verbally over whether dink, a dink was your penis or your ass. Ooh, okay. He thought the dink was the bum. Hmm. He was like, hey, 
suck my dink, and then he'd point to his bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe... <laughs> Maybe he came out wrong. Maybe his bum's on his front. No, his stink. He thought his stink was his bum. Uh, I think. <laughs> Did you clear this up for him? I tried, but it was he was not having any of it. He really firmly believed that his dink was his bum. So did he say, "I'm pooing up my dink"? Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, and then it, like you'd ride by him on your bike, and he'd be like, "Hey." You big dink, and be pointing right at his ass. You'd be like, again, that's your ass. That's not your dink. Your dink is your penis. So this went on for years. <laughs> I wanna... We were starved for things to do in the prairies. Is, dri- <laughs> is he driving back and forth in front of your house on his bike? No, hey. I'm driving oh. up the na- all oh. over the neighborhood on my bike, and he's just standing in his front stoop. Why was he pointing? Like what? No, because he because he's like, yeah, suck my dink, and then he'd be like yeah, but that. If, but if I was like, hey, Dan, you're an and be like, hey, Dan, you're... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe what? <laughs> hey, you're this. Get a load of my ass. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. Like, what if you thought your <laughs> was your penis? You're well, like, hey, hey, I'm going to take a penis. I'm take a out of my ass. You know where all these things are cleared up? On the playground. That's where you learn everything. Well, obviously, Dean didn't learn that. Breasts. Yeah, what did he think breasts were? Did Probably he... his balls. He's like, hey, look at those balls on that girl. <laughs> She's got big, fat testicles. Coming a big right dome, eh? <laughs> uh, I cut sorry. you off uh, rudely, sorry. I have no idea what I was even saying. You were going to uh, refer to the sheet. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Joe Buck gave us a shout-out on the NFC Championship game uh, over the weekend. It was For great. John Ryan, the touchdown pass and the first punter to ever throw a touchdown pass in postseason history. And the first Canadian to throw a touchdown pass in a postseason game in 22 years since Mark Rippon did it. That'll make Jay and Dan happy on Fox Sports Live. What a guy. Nice of him to uh, you see the big plays on that Joe drive, taking less than <laughs> two minutes off the clock. <laughs> I give up. No, hey, hey, yes, sir, even. Hey, yes, sir. Uh, what a crew. Those two doing a game, they were so good. They were especially good over the weekend, I thought. I thought we we, we held ourselves. We held ourselves? <laughs> well, there's Jay Onright and his wife checking out the I action. thought we did pretty well. I thought Fox, as in we. Like, we're a team here. That's right. We're team right? players. Team Fox. Team Empire. Team. Team uh, Man Seeking Woman. Man Seeking Woman. Team uh, Simpsons. It's all good. It's all good at Fox. Hey. Team Utopia. Oh, that got canceled. Team crowd goes wild. Ooh, not on the air anymore. <laughs> Team Fox Football Daily also canceled. Katie Nolan. So here's a question. <laughs> the person that comes up with the funding of Utopia, mm-hmm. are they just like, yeah, whatever? Well, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe new people are in charge. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, the person, and the person that approves the target move to Canada and then it's a complete <laughs> storm, are they like, ah, whatever, it didn't work. I still don't understand that. They came there and they just the bed, and now they're gone. Yeah, because people target? wanted people wanted the target deals that they see in the states, right. and the target deals in Canada did not translate. And not even the product. The pro- and they, they the other thing they said was they would go into the target stores in Canada and there would be empty shelves. And is there anything more infuriating? Like we're not in Russia here in communist Russia. The shelves have to be full of product if I go to a store. And apparently those shelves were empty. Turn those into bunk beds. Not bad. 
Uh, here's an exciting uh, bit of news I just Ooh. got, Toolsy, and I uh, think you're going to be a little upset. Oh. I think I am heading up to Seattle on Friday to interview uh, John Ryan for our show. That'll make Jay and Dan hey. happy. I asked about you, and they said, I'm not going to have Who approved this? Uh, Utopia people? I think the people who approved Utopia. Do I get Friday night off work? I don't think so. This is complete bullshit. What I suggested was that they send you to interview some, some NASCAR dudes. <laughs> Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> Tell me about NASCAR. This is my first time here. <laughs> I see how it goes. <laughs> no, but that would be great, right? Talladega? Fun time joining Can me Can I not here? just go on a trip? Audio engineer, you know better what? than f- Mike. I'll skip hey, it. Hey, wait. <laughs> That's true. I think we can all agree on that. I no, can no. just hold the boom. Boom in the shot. <laughs> Accidentally. Boom in the shot. Oh, one thing I do love is that Eric Andre is on Man Seeking Woman. He's, he's very And brilliant. it appears they've shot that show in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it looks like. very Toronto. It's supposed to be Chicago, but it's all in Toronto. Well, Toronto's always trying to be Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> I f- said it. It's true. Uh, on the Wall of Fame this, this week, the great Rocket Richard. Two minutes for looking so good. Uh, we have that commercial. One of the most iconic commercials in the history of Canadian commercials, Patrick. Maurice Rocket Richard. Oh. Maurice Richard said goodbye gray hair. Hello, Grecian Formula 16. It was so easy, remember? Grecian's as easy to use as water. Works for any color hair. The change was so gradual and looked so natural, no one even noticed. Today, I still leave a touch of gray. The wife likes it. Hey, Richard. Two minutes for looking so good. Look as young as you feel with Grecian Formula 16. So you just pour just Is this stuff still hand. around? Is it still legal? I'm not sure. I, I feel like gra- so gradual, so natural in the early 80s, late 70s is a bit of a question. I'm questioning that a little bit. But what if you actually did get penalized for looking so good? Like Mike Fisher, every game they'd be like, hey, Mike Fisher, <laughs> two minutes for looking so good. And then he's in the box and he's like, what the f- I can play. I'm still a fourth-line center. Otis Nixon would never be pinned. Never happened. The ugliest athlete in the history of professional sports. Otis Nixon. Gah! Hey, who's that good-looking guy? Every day his wife would turn around. Oh, my God! Great, good, 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 Otis Nixon. Oh, God. Make it stop. Um... Can we play the the Rocket Richard uh, standing oh, yeah. ovation? Okay, so tell you got to set. So this in up. the uh, the closing of the Montreal Forum, they brought out all the greats, and then they brought out uh, uh, Rocket Richard as the final great. And this is uh, this is how the Forum faithful greeted him. Place going nuts, corny nineteen ninety six music. So they're like, okay, uh, give a thirty second pad on the music because the the, the applause will die out. Little did they know. So Rocket comes out. There's a young Gary Bettman scene in the clip. Uh, oh, there he is. Hey, S- Saku? Yeah, Saku Koivu. Oh, man, Saku looks like a baby. Mario Tremblay. Tremblay. So uh, Rocket, he's standing in the middle of the ice. He's yep. waving uh, to the crowd. Uh, there's the young Gary Bettman before, uh, before he started to get booed and Be- such. Before he became a total douchebag. So the, so Rocket, he's like, okay, it's going to die down here. And then you just keep hearing eruptions. Of, oh. The Montreal crowds are amazing for that. But there is one part here. 
It goes back to the Grecian. Well, I was going to say, it looks like he's, he's, uh, he's stopped using it here at this point. So he doesn't know how to act. He's there. The camera's on him. The play's still going nuts. And now two of the other greats, they come to him and they raise his arms and watch the one gentleman ruffle his hair. Why you touch? Watch this. Oh, no. Rocket oh, no. is not happy. No. Watch this. So they're like, hey, uh, all right, you did it. You did it. Okay, and, and then, then look. ruffle his hair. No, is, don't touch Rocket's like, hair. You Yo, that guy's dead. That guy's going to be, uh, that guy's going to wash up in the St. Lawrence. As my grandfather always says, you never touch two things on a man, his hat or his hair. Or his <laughs> Three things. Or his dink. I'm sorry. It's his dink. And then the, uh, he Do starts. Do not touch three things on a man, his hat, his hair, or his dink. Rocket uh, begins to well up here. He's like, okay, yeah. guys, enough. And then the PA announcer even comes in. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, and they, they drown him out. I could watch this all day. Great teams. He won eight cups. First player to score 50. Kenny Dryden. Hey, there's, uh, I hope they didn't have Ken Dryden speak. They'd be there all night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's a very intelligent. That, that goes on for eight minutes. Right. All right. Well, that was dynamite. So uh, a great entry to the, the wall. Um. Our guest today is is a man that at one point over the last two months we thought might be dead. Uh, we didn't know where he was. He once appeared on our television show with regularity. He was on the billboards and such. He then disappeared completely. Perhaps back to his home in Austin. Perhaps somewhere else. We didn't know. Gutters. We, we were worried. Constantly, constantly worried. You'd text him on occasion. He said, I was, I was live. That's what he would say. Uh, and now he's back because the Australian Open is underway and he's uh, talking about tennis on America's pregame and our show, Fox Sports Live. And, of course, he does his podcast with Bill Ryder. Such Never a heard of it. strange combination. Yeah, apparently it's called the Fox Sports Live podcast. Yeah. Those f <laughs> Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, please welcome our good friend and yours, Andy Rock. This is incredible. This is so exciting. Yes. Hi, hi Andy. Come on. You get, take this seat here. Hey, that was that a tennis crowd? What's, what's the oh, we'll get to those in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sorry, did I ruin the punchline? No, 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 no. No, these are real movies. Thank you very much. Andy, where have you been? Andy, you know we have no punchlines. Uh, you know, I can I can only work when requested, guys. It, it must be it must be nice to be wanted, huh? That sounds like a shot at wow. box. Now, no shots, no shots. Don't no shots. you have like uh, you have to appear a certain number of times during the year or something? I I do. Okay, yeah. so that you're getting you're getting pretty personal though. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, so it's it's uh, all the majors, all the tennis majors, and then beyond that, maybe just show up once in a while. Well, <laughs> well they do they do the uh, they, they do the countdown show, right? Where it's kind of used to be a hybrid with you guys' show, yeah. yeah. And they kicked us out, yeah. And they only do it every once in a while. That, well, they do it, uh, so, yeah. I mean, when it's necessary, that 9 p.m. hour, we like yeah. to take a break, maybe take a nap. Yeah. So basically, when you guys need a nap, I work. I'm, so luck, luckily, you guys aren't big nappers. That should be your because otherwise, Twitter I'd bio. have to work more. Yeah. <laughs> Fox Sports Live countdown. We don't know when it will be on either. Yeah. yeah. 
That's it's yeah. The consistency <laughs> needs a bit of work. And then you're doing this podcast with Bill. Now I need to get yep. behind this thing because okay. this is the Fox Sports Live podcast. Well, and, and I know you guys have missed me, and I know you guys listen because I do it from home. <laughs> yeah. So it's on three times a week. So that's what I've been doing also. No, no you guys no. took a long break. No, you guys yeah. took a long break. Yeah. 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 We were yeah. waiting for you yeah. to come back. Okay. Okay. No, but seriously, Bill Ryder. Yeah. Um, there are various days I think he's uh, one of the smartest, most yeah. intelligent guys in the room, or maybe just a complete douchebag. See, I feel the <laughs> s- I, fe- I feel the same way minus the first part. Right, <laughs> minus the, the smart, douche- minus the smartest guy bag. in the room days. I, I feel the exact same way as you do. So when when Mike Botticello, who was yep. the guy responsible for the sh- audio on our podcast last two weeks, said, "I think you two should do a podcast together," you said. I didn't say that. I was a big... Uh, Hughes said that. That's true. Oh, Hughes Michael said that. Hughs. Oh, okay. So oh, someone was... Executive like, producer. It wasn't so much of a request as like an order. Oh, really? You know, and... Uh, you know, I was a big Fred Savage fan. <laughs> From Wonder Years? Yeah, and, and Bill kind of looks like Fred Savage. I'm sure a cute kid. He, he probably doesn't get as much poontang as Fred Savage did back in the day. <laughs> oh. but Did Fred uh, Savage get? Uh, Winnie, Winnie well, actually Winnie turned Cooper. out... She kind of turned out... She's like kind of still hot. She looks yeah, great. she is. Yeah, wasn't she yeah. on Dancing with the Stars? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right, Andy. Yeah. Wait, have you been on Dancing with the Stars? I have not. No. Are you going to yeah. do it? No. Why You've not? been asked. No. It'd be incredible. No. no. Come on. No. You got no, I can't no moves? No. Well, it's just it, no moves, no desire. Has your wife been asked to do that? We've both been asked to do wow. it. Wow. Yeah. And Come no. on. No. I can't. I, no. No. If Tommy Chong just, can just do a, it. Just a ridic- I mean, the ridicule I get for not showing up, I can't even imagine <laughs> if I came in here and I was on That's that. That's true. We yeah. would be. So, we would have weekly updates. Yeah. When you're not here at the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lead us through the last few months. I of would your love life. to yeah. hear this. What's well, a day in the do, life? Do you, do you I practice kinda, tennis still? I still do. Yeah, I played a couple of events in Europe late last year. Uh, some of the older ones I do. Uh, I have uh, a real estate company that I work for. What? Uh, Whoa. Here Whoa. we go, Donald I have, uh, Trump. Here I work. No, we go. I work. I have a. I have a foundation back in Austin. Yes. I work with. Uh, uh, a brand called Travis Matthews, you know, so I kind of have a little bit of uh, of everything going on. But you aren't a real estate time. agent. You aren't showing someone a house. Yeah. I am, actually. You, you are? Yeah. No, you house. are not. Yeah. You're looking for yeah. a three-bedroom townhouse. <laughs> Roddick uh, shows up. He's showing you I the work townhouse. For, uh, I, I specialize in housing <laughs> from uh, $150,000 to $300,000. I work for Sotheby's Austin. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Century Twenty One. That's the, what I do. The cream color blazer. Yeah. Um. No, but but you're in Austin. <laughs> you're of, you're hanging out. Ties. Yeah. <laughs> you're selling yeah. real estate. Yeah. You're dabbling a little bit. I haven't sold much, but I go to a lot of <laughs> showings. <laughs> you have a few open houses. Yeah. But at some point, do you say to yourself, "Man, a year and a half ago, I agreed to come work for these." A- and that's no. the biggest mistake I made in my entire no. life. No, I enjoy it. I like coming in. I, I, I really do. Uh, you know, I, I was here seven months last year. Yeah, that's which, a lot. Uh, so basically, I, I, I kind of f***ed up retirement for a year. Yeah, um, yeah. That was but, too uh, much. No, <laughs> no I, 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 I enjoy my time here. And it, uh, you, know. you got bored, you said, in no. retirement. I, I did, yeah. It was never gonna, I, I was never going to be a guy not to do anything contrary to to you guys beliefs <laughs> but, but and the beliefs of uh, of many here at fox but uh yeah i mean it's it's you know do there's only so much uh of nothing you can do I tell guess. us these european stops who goes yeah to yeah what happens there lendl shows what up happens? he's like 100 pounds overweight well the first one was uh the, yeah that's yes <laughs> yes except he's 150 pounds <laughs> overweight <laughs> no Funny because it's true. Um, didn't even he's have so a, skinny. He doesn't, he doesn't, what he happened to him? He doesn't even have a neck anymore. He just I know, goes, it's, it's like insane. it's like it's like it's like jaw to shoulder. He was like the skinniest tennis player ever. Yeah. And now you see him, it's like Jesus. He can't tuck his shirt in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't seen his <laughs> in like six years. <laughs> his dink. It's amazing. It's his his dink, dink. Sorry, his dink. Yeah. Um, no, I played in uh, I played in Amsterdam, 
which whoa, which was fun whoa, to know. Whoa, yeah. whoa. And that's all we're going to say about that. And then, wow. uh, God, and then uh, I played in London at a place called Royal Albert Hall, which oh. is this very prestigious venue. And, right. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like a bunch of guys who like have graduated high school but still hang out at the dances. <laughs> right. That's right. like the, that's like the tennis I play now. You're the McConaughey in Days and That's confused. it. Yeah. And it, are these events? Are you mic'd up on the court and all that? Yeah. No, you actually. This one. These were fun because you can actually play. They're guys that are pretty recently. Uh, retired so yeah uh, yeah they're, they're, they're still fun so it's like gimel stab and you and you're beating them no down. no 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 good players <laughs> yes yeah. take that gimel stab yeah uh yeah, aussie good, open good <laughs> aussie opens now underway yes whenever this came up on the calendar what what came to mind for yeah. you uh when i was playing yeah yeah uh i liked it because it was always uh you, it was kind of a litmus test for who had actually been working during the off season yeah you know you can kind of play your way into shape over the course of a year but um, I, I viewed it as a real opportunity because uh, I was willing to put in the work in the off season and, and, and go in. So um, it, it kind of set the tone. It, it's kind of weird. It'd be like playing uh, like a playoff game, the third game of the season. Yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing beforehand, and it's kind of you jump right into it. But it does uh, seem but abrupt. But isn't it. there a tournament b- before it, Andy? There, are, there are some. Yeah. Some people don't play any. Um, some people kind of jump in as their first tournament, depending on how late. But there are options to to play before, but. Um, not a lot. I mean, you can maybe play one one event before max. Yeah, and but, then uh, then you're into a slam. But then you're in your like you're in Melbourne. Yeah, and and you're by yourself, and you're a young guy. Like, might just be Poontang Central. <laughs> yeah, and we actually the Aussie girls are all loose. We actually renamed the city. Like we we <laughs> with my team, my whole team, my trainer, my coach. It's like you're not allowed to call it Melbourne. You just have to call it Poontang Central. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's I, book our flights. It's 13 hours to Poontang. We're Poon going to Poontang yeah. Central. It's oh. a, it, we have a direct flight. E- even Roger, <laughs> Murka's staying back at the hotel. Yeah. Roger's coming out with yeah. Yeah, that's it's, the, it. It's the is it? Bars. It was always it was always a, couldn't wait to go. <laughs> if, when you get knocked out of the Aussie Open, is it party? Yeah. Does the party begin mm-hmm. then? Mm-hmm. It must be the party major. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it's one. You know. You, you, most of the time you lose in a major, which uh, I, I did a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of go drown your sorrows and come back. It was fun because you'd always go there, and then maybe you know I normally had to do some sponsor stuff at the Super Bowl, so it was like there, maybe a little bit of the Super Bowl. Then you're off for a little bit. That's decent. So, but it, you know, it's like uh, it's always tough leaving Poontang Central. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, that Don't that should be the t- if you write an autobiography, yeah, it should be called. It's always tough leaving, yeah. leaving Poontang. That's Central. probably yeah, uh, yeah. Who are you picking? Who who's yeah, winning? Yeah, who do you like? Men's and women's. Uh, women's. I mean, you're, you're, it's it's gonna. It, I, it, they're always gonna be boring answers right now. I think. I, I think Novak and Serena. I mean, it, I'd love to be Serena and her new be, comfort be, bra. Be a, yeah, <laughs> her new sports bra. Does she have a new sports bra? Yeah. Well, she does a commercial, and it's it's a little too on the mark. I remember Andy two years ago. I was at the Aussie Open. I saw her lose that match to Sloane Stevens, yeah. where she smashed. Like, yeah. It was unbelievable, and she was yeah. so intense. So Serena, you just never know. Like something like that can happen. But what happened to Sloane Stevens since then? Um, I feel like she. I, at the time, I was like, man, she's gonna be the next I, big thing. I mean, I don't have intimate knowledge of it but uh, you know I, I don't know she tried to work with 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 paul anacone last year who was uh who's famous in the tennis circles for having coached a couple of guys named sampras and federer mm-hmm. so to get him to sign on to travel to coach her seemed like a real coup for her and right. that that ended after eight months yeah paul's uh an extremely laid-back guy very professional i don't see him blowing a gasket and you know kind of uh shorting it out so she's she's had the right people behind her the right piece in play i i, I don't know i thought i thought she was gonna gonna kind of rise the rankings and um especially after that run in australia that you were that you maybe maybe you weren't around enough maybe maybe <laughs> i was maybe i was spending a little too much time at poon tank central yeah <laughs> why were you there i was with my wife I oh, okay <laughs> 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 
Well, there's Jay on right and his wife um, checking yeah. out the action. Oh, how's that? Shout out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the broadcast yeah. like a oh. month ago. Yeah. Oh, was that, on, that was on Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that's it was on the Big Jay Fox, though. It was, was on Big Fox? It was big on Fox. Big Fox, yeah. So no. did, they, did they ask you to go to that to be shouted out during a telecast no. for, like, crossover no. branding? It was no. There. no, I just wanted to go, and then... Uh, what, what game was it? It was Seahawks-Giants, and my wife had some money on the game, and she looked miserable in the shot because she, she didn't know she got that's 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 definitely because she had money on the game and not because she was sitting next to <laughs> it, 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 it was married it, to you it, it, well it was a yeah, it was probably the, it was probably the ten dollars she had riding on the on the <laughs> on the seahawks yeah um we, al- we yeah. always ask uh, about our our boy uh milo shrano oh yeah he actually was working on his serve if you can believe it even more in the off season so this is his year this is it, right? This is, but, the serve, it. but the serve's not the problem. I know yeah. he can't move around them. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the I don't know why he would be practicing. His his, his hair never moves. I yeah. know it's, it's always so like jealous. right there. Like when he came when he first came on tour, he kind of looked like Baby Huey a little bit. Like <laughs> Baby the sh- Huey, yeah, the sh- I got incredible. true story. So we used to uh, I used to be with Lacoste. He used to be with Lacoste, and he's much bigger than I am. He's what six six. He's mm-hmm. huge. Is his really all, long legs. His, oh yeah, exactly. He's, he's all he, gazelle. He has, he has no. His torso is a foot long, and the rest of him is the rest of him. Right, so Canadian gazelle. They, Lacoste accidentally sent me his shirts one time. <laughs> he's bigger than I am. <laughs> there were three. They go like they used to go like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I wore a seven. They came, his shirts came and they were a four. <laughs> they were a four. He used to like it looked like he shopped at Baby Gap. <laughs> <laughs> like it was. <laughs> He's come he's a long. up the gun. He's come a long way he's though. No, he's got like gun. he's got some baggy clothes. He does his hair every morning now. He, but he slicks it. He's got like Grecian formula in there. He's got now. he's got <laughs> most improved hair for sure. And he's yeah. got the sleeve. Yeah, and he does the sleeve he now. The also, sleeve he's now. got a lot of exce- he does a lot of accessorizing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They like to do that. And then um, and then Jeannie Bouchard. We obviously have to ask you about her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She kind of had it. Kind of went went down a little bit for her at the end of last year. What do you think? What do you think her chances are going into this season? Um, I, I would have liked for her to have found a, a coach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, when you're older and you can kind of get away with it. Roger didn't have a coach for a while, but he's Roger. I think uh, 20 years old, October, I mean, we have a couple months to find a coach and there, there's not a fit. And I know that very different people went down there to try it out and nothing was a fit. You start to wonder what that situation is going to look I like. I don't even understand um, that. Like, wait, I, when it, you say it's not a fit, what does that mean they're just playing there and they hear something, well, some it, criticism well, they don't like? Or? Maybe. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a weird dynamic in tennis because I literally paid my coach to tell me what to do. Right. How many scenarios can you – like, it's not hired by a GM or an owner or someone that's, that's way true. above you. It's like you're – you know, first thing, uh, my last coach, Larry Stefanke, I hired him, and I was like, you got the job. He goes, okay, great. Uh, let me know when you've lost 15 pounds and I'll come and start working. I'm like, I pay- <laughs> wait, I'm paying you for this. This is this is what we're doing. But uh, so I, you're paying and, for tough love, and you're paying them on your Chase app, which you do when, yeah. the, when you're yes. playing McEnroe and charity <laughs> which, events. Which and, is amazing. And Jay pointed out you aren't paying that coach because on that commercial you pay them like 120 dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's very seems, cheap. Seems like it's a, good it's deal. a very <laughs> it's a very cheap. I there are starving tennis coaches everywhere. Now I, I but, don't I don't want you to name names, but you've gotten requests for you to do some coaching, have you not? Uh, I have. Um, you don't want to go down that road? No, I, guys. I, I don't know if it's 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 misplaced. It, it probably is. It it is misplaced ego. I'd have a hard time traveling to do uh, tennis like TV for tennis. I'd have a hard time going down to Australia if I wasn't playing. Right. Um. And and Frank, I, what do I, I? I've never coached before. Yeah, but neither you know, Becker and he and yeah, it all worked out. If this is say hit the, way, the ball over the net. By the way, can. <laughs> 
we well, need to, that's all a coach does, we isn't it? We need to keep an eye on Becker because his face is about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Lendl eat lots of meals together. <laughs> Becker's face is so red. It's like a tomato. It's just going to spontaneously combust one day. Is it stress? I don't know. I'm worried about it. As a coach. Hey, coach, what did I do wrong? You didn't win. Yeah. Then they think about it. It's in their head. That's all you got to yeah. do. But, but what is Becker saying to Djokovic specifically? He's not actually saying, okay, you're, you need no, to put your I hand mean, up higher. But, they, but they've said that. I mean, they've said, listen, Djokovic had a, a streak where I don't know if he lost five out of six slam finals. You right. know, he's getting there. But, I mean, who's going to tell you how to get through this? There's, there's, there's a very small amount of yeah. people who can tell you what it's like in a Wimbledon final. So I don't think Djokovic hired Becker for 12 months of knowledge. I think he hired him for – an hour of knowledge in a big moment and, you know, a knowing nod or how to prepare for a final, how to get through over the hump. That so if sense. you're sitting there practicing, like a golf coach, you see them on the range, they're sitting there watching every shot and mm -hmm. they're like correcting little things, they're taking video. A tennis coach, will you sit there and hit the same shot over and over and try to correct it? Um, it, it it's different. So if you're working on like a technical aspect, like if you had uh, something wrong with your forehand, which I know is just outrageous to suggest, <laughs> um, then you would do just more. Based on what then you, you would saw do there. more. Then you would do more fed ball. But uh, I was always a bigger fan of, of of live drills. So two on ones, which is you're on one side against two guys, kind of moving around um, and doing it kind of in the flow uh, of the game. But what what you suggest is something you do when you, I guess you're teaching a, a, a younger kid. Oh, so not. And a grown man. <laughs> yeah, not not like Djokovic. Uh, did yeah. you see? Did you see you know, the no the uh, Feder vine that was on uh, line yesterday? The drop shot that he delivered. Yeah, I mean it's it's just disgusting. I get angry all over again. Yeah, yeah. Every time you really so do you not, So that, that shot, guy. do you think it's coming back to you at uh, like deep when well, what, it just dies? What he's able to do. So when, normally when someone hits a drop shot, that that you see the the, the racket kind of slows down, and that's your first tell, and instinct tells you after however many years you've been playing, it's going to come shorter. He takes a full swing and just cuts under it and is able, and it, it's just it looks like a full swing. So you're already stuck because you're expecting it to come deep, and then it's just. Every I'm, I'm glad I, I didn't know there was a vine of it. I know the shot you're talking about, but it, it, it's there's all, as many times as everyone can see how spectacular that shot is. There's six times during a match where watching it in a box on TV, I'm going. People don't even understand how disgustingly good that was. And do you be realistic here? Could he win another major? Oh this sure, year? sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, I think he's in a better spot than 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 Rafa is. You know, I, I watched I watched Rafa's match. He won in five sets over an American guy named Tim Smichek, who's 112 in the world and went through qualifying. And, uh, you know, Tim is great. He's a, he's a nice guy. Uh, I, but he doesn't have the weaponry that would ever bother Rafa. And so right. if Rafa's having a hard time, that's a guy, when Rafa's playing his best, I, I think it's a match that's 3-2-2. Two, and two. Mm -hmm. and uh, missing routine balls, everything kind of it, – it doesn't – I have a lot more confidence in Roger than, than Rafa right now, even, you know, Roger's six years older. If – uh, Rafa doesn't have the injuries that he's had throughout his career. Does he go down as the greater player than Roger? Um, I don't know. If a frog had wings, would it bump its ass I know, in a I know. I hate, I, those, I, I hate those. It's like asking if Lemieux know, is better um, than Gretzky and Lemieux. And it's all about matchups, right? So, yeah. like, I, you asked me that question. I matched up better against Rafa, obviously. Right. Like, he he didn't like my – so – um, I don't know. It, you know, apples to apples right now. People like to point to the head-to-head -head rivalry. That it, that doesn't matter. That's mm -hmm. like saying the Patriots aren't a dynasty because the Giants were better than them in two games that they hey, played in the playoffs. Patriots deflate balls. Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of jokes there. I expect big things from you guys on Fox Sports Live. No. You're not. You're not gonna get them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are you taking in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I like the Patriots actually. Um. Uh, you I, mean the deflatriots? Yeah, the deflatriots. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger hands and more balls. That was, 
<laughs> oh, good. I like that drop. Um, the one, the one going against the Seattle defense. The one thing they have is the Patriots this year, as much as any team I've ever seen, have the ability to be a running team. They're, they're kind of like a chameleon. They can be a running team, a passing team, and the Seattle defense can normally zero in on on the tendencies the teams are playing. I don't. We don't even know who the Patriots start at running back from week to week. It was mm-hmm. Shane Vereen last week. A, yeah. you know, blunt score three times. I mean, it's like it's a, it's a crapshoot, and I think that's a, that's a big advantage on a two-week preparation but game. But do they get the asterisk if they win it, just like VJ Singh is forever known as a cheater because once he doctored a card to make a cut because he needed money. Unless, so. unless the NFL is willing to take them away off the formal but, records. But wouldn't it drive you nuts as a Patriots fan, and I'm not one, that now – they are. That's the whole thing about the Patriots with Spygate now and the stupid deflated balls thing, which, by the way, Brady Quinn, I just heard him on the radio with Petros Papadakis saying, doesn't really make that much of a difference, well, frankly, it, it, the it, stupid it, deflated Donovan balls. Donovan kind of said the same thing, and other people on uh, other sports shows have kind of been saying the same thing. Like, right. It's, yeah. not, it's not that big of a deal, but, I mean, are, are we <laughs> – are, are, are the Patriots crazy for doing stuff like this now, or are we crazy for expecting something different? I think it's the Patriots are crazy for doing it because they have this great team, as you pointed but out. But what if you, don't you just know. don't care? Like, what if, you're, what if you already have that label? Like, they will forever be labeled from Spygate. That's it's true. It's like, you're this, so f*** it. Who cares? I guess, but why even do it? If you're that good, then why why put yourself in a position where anyone can How bad are the refs that they're touching the balls every single play and not noticing? Well, supposedly yeah. they, they – they, what's going to – Touching ha- balls. <laughs> You said balls. Um, <laughs> that was from the Wonder Supposedly the, the NFL approved them. They were okay two hours before the game. Right. And then they're supposed to go only with the equipment manager. So the fallout's going to be the equipment manager is going to – when it happened with Kiffin at USC, uh, the equipment manager t- took the blame, and I think he disappeared off oh, the face Kiffin of the planet. Oh, Kiffin did it for sure. Right. So, you know, they're going to get around it. It's going it's, it's to be kind of tough for them unless someone has video of them actually – how do you even deflate something? You sit on it. I was just gonna say you gotta that put too, the but... little needle in to let some air out. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just so the yeah. equipment manager's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching out there. That's so <laughs> dumb. I can't get. It. Andy, yeah. it's so great having you back. God, I wish hey, you were I, here. Do you have to run? Because um, do you have to run? Uh, whatever. <laughs> because do you need me to run? Should oh, we have him sit in? Yeah. Do you, okay. do you mind sitting in on this little segment? So we, do we have been uh, reviewing my uh, my early broadcast tapes from uh, broadcasting school. Joe, Joel Klatt sat in you last to, week. You went to school for this? I thing? went to broadcasting school. Oh, you didn't graduate, though, did and, you? And um, I did. You actually graduated? I got a job two months into the oh, second man. year, and they said, okay, take the job. Just write us a two-page essay on what you learned, and we'll pass you. So that's how I got my education. So you were like the New England Patriots of broadcast school. <laughs> Very similar to that. So um, here's the clip that Joel heard last week. This is my first ever appearance on the air, ever, anywhere. You're, you'll like Supergrass on 96.9 CKDJ. Well, folks, this is my first time here at on the Ottawa's Airwaves, so hopefully you'll have a fun time joining me here. We've got a good show planned for you. We've got some good groups, uh, Blur, Okay, so up, that's, uh, that was the first ever appearance. That's Andy, how I started Andy, my and broadcast Andy, career. your thoughts. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I f- up the first oh thing God. I ever said on air. First God. of all, the voice. So this is like, a, this the is like voice. a self-esteem booster. I thought I sucked. No, <laughs> God. no, no. This is my first time here. So can we get into some Thank you for telling us it's your first time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right off the top. I'm going to be Can we done. get some new audio now? Here we go. Some new clips. Orange 9-millimeter with toilet. 9-millimeter? <laughs> What's a 9-millimeter? <nine-a-meter? laughs> 
with toilet. First of all, oh. orange nine orange millimeter with toilets. Is that the name <laughs> the of the sauce. band? Of the What's an orange nine meter? <laughs> Is that Let's re-rack that, Patrick. We gotta <laughs> hear, that, hear again. that again. Orange nine millimeter with toilet. <laughs> How is that not bigger? Hey guys, we got a song. What should we call it? Toilet. Toilet. Millimeter with toilet. Nine, I want the, nine Mike, I want that drop for our <laughs> show. Just oh, here it goes. I want that. There's hundreds of them. Okay. Orange nine millimeter with toilet. Oh my lord. Well, if you uh, have nothing to do this weekend, you might want to catch a few movies. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, wait, 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 keep playing that. Keep new playing. ones at the big screen. Well, the big green. It's a medical drama about a boy who overcomes his embarrassing phlegm this problem. This is not f real. <laughs> That's not true. You're lying. He's embarrassing. <laughs> There's no, I, I'm I, sweating because I feel yourself. uncomfortable now. Andy, last yourself. week I said, I, I'm always looking for people to find things to do. I said, if you're uh, looking for something to do, <laughs> go donate blood. That's That was my... That was my thing to give people uh, something to do for the weekend. Okay, continue this. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. With his pet otter. At least that's what I got God from the previews. Forbid. And also Showgirls. Oh. This amazing movie with, well, you know, Jesse from Saved by the Bell. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was number two in its first week of release, but it's dropped 57% in the ratings. And this is, ratings. like, unheard of for a movie. I think it's because of the new director's cut where Screech is her sidekick on stage. The thought of seeing Screech naked, I think, kind of scared a few people away. So enough with... <laughs> Listen to that comedy. Jesus. That's gold. People are driving off the road you in might, Ottawa. How are you not flung? I'm just saying you might have wanted to commit to that full second year of broadcasting school. You might have wanted to stay in. I'm just saying. CK DJ. Oh, my God. Uh, That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, like you said, it's a it's a big self-esteem booster. It really. Oh, my God. So, we wanted to give you a glimpse of that. Thanks for coming on, Andy. That was the unbelievable. Movie. Let's get things rolling with Bloodhound Gang and Jay, Mama what if, Say what if on Ottawa's new music. 96.9 CK DJ. Jay, what if someone would have played that for you mm -hmm. and said your career is going to be intertwined with this person for a very long time? Yeah, I would have been I would have been selling real estate with you in Austin. Right <laughs> so now. the beast. Yeah. Specializing. I would have been there selling specialized townhouses. Studio condos. Condos at apartments. least 30 minutes outside of town. I definitely wouldn't be doing this yeah. with this guy. Call me. I will. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank this you guys. See you on the show Man, tonight. It's great to have you back. It's great. To oh my god. <laughs> Andy Roddick is back! Andy Roddick, everyone. That was Andy Roddick. Oh, don't forget this. Uh, don't forget your badge. Uh, okay, so let's uh, keep firing through some of those there, Patrick. Uh, we got I love that. This is so great. Nine Andy back on the show. Nine millimeter with toilet. Thank you. Uh. What? How are we doing? Oh, Shreg's on the line? Shreg's is on the line? No, he's not. He's not on the line. Okay. He's going to be on the line. Down on Ottawa's new music. 96.9 CKDJ. You're with Dan O'Toole on what will soon be a wet Thursday. Holding, I'm holding in my hand, I just got given four passes Whoa. to James Cameron new movies. Oh. His new movie. Oh, it's Titan? called Strange Days. You might know him. He what? produced such movies as True Lies, Aliens, oh, okay. The Abyss, and Terminator 2. So it should be a blood gore fest if you're into that. Uh, you a blood gore fest? It should <laughs> be a gore fest if you're into that. What the hell's a blood gore fest? Oh, is that like a poontang uh, festival? I can guarantee no one called for those tickets. <laughs> Guaranteed to uh, not call for tickets. Keep it rolling, Patrick. The call here at the station at 727-GRAD. 
23, and you want to get extension 7740. Oh, my God. No <laughs> one's doing that. Make it a little more f- complicated for the listeners. No. That number again for James Cameron's new movie, Strange Days, 727-4723, extension 7740. For you students still looking for a ride home this weekend. What? <laughs> what are you, some sort of pervert? You're going to... Pick up You're some, sure a cute kid. Pick up some kids and drive them home. Hey, if anyone wants to drive home, I'll, I'll you. kill your dog. Yeah, I'll take you. Home. I'll take you. Home. Looking for a ride home again? Where are they oh, going? Wait, wait, let's hear it. Uh, you might want to check the ride board. It's located on the first floor, just before B block, down from the main office. Can you read? Uh, Did you not know how to read? <laughs> uh, there are names of people who You're worse are than Mike. giving rides out. And who want just companions? You. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> go back. Come on, it'll be fun. Go back to that. I want a companion <laughs> in my car. You go back. And go who back. want just companions? You. Uh, there are names of people who are giving rides out, and who want just companions. You. It's a lot cheaper than taking the costly bus and train. Costly bus. So you might want to check that before you go. To go get us out where? Of the, now we got the ride DOA. board. You're going <laughs> home this weekend. <laughs> I just want a companion in my car. Hey, sure thanks kid? for uh, thanks for answering my ride board ad. I just wanted a companion. So what are where you doing? Where are we going? <laughs> Nowhere. Just, can you just just gonna drive around? Oh, but I thought I cannot string a sentence together. What is like? <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea for you to go to broadcasting school? Who along the way gave you the confidence and encouragement to go into broadcasting school? Uh, we got time school? for a couple more here, Patrick. Order. Ooh, this is rocking. Late 90s tunes. Cranberries with Liar on Ottawa's new music, 96.9. Cranberries CK DJ. We've got one winner in our movie passes. Oh, Scott someone called. And uh, we've still got two more. If you still want to call in, it looks like a really happening movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to the movie? It looks like a happening flick. Dan really O'Toole on the radio the said it was happening. Stuff we got. If you missed it before, we're giving away two more passes to the new James Cameron movie, which is called Strange Days. You might rem- remember James. He's produced movies such yeah, as... Yeah, we already you went you through might, this. You might remember James Cameron. <laughs> If you're Abyss into the movies. And the big action flick that took, I think, half a third world's country's budget, T2. So you Whoa, whoa, Wait. go back to that again. <laughs> what, what kind of wacky third world country <laughs> joke was making? I think half a third world's country's budget, T2. So you might want to check. Oh, my God. Wow. Check that Not in. only are you <laughs> incapable of reading copy, but you're now offending... <laughs> Many, many of the world's countries <laughs> talk GDP isn't as good as ours. Number to call to get those tickets. Oh, this is, is an easy number to remember. Yep. Grad. That's 727-4723. And you want to get extension 7740. Don't forget that. Once extension. again, <laughs> get this down. 727-4723. <laughs> extension 7740 for the new James Cameron movie. Two tickets. We'll be giving them away to the first oh, caller. God, this is unlistenable. Pete Schrager, <laughs> how are you, buddy? He is. Let's call him up. Here we go. 
You might remember James Cameron yeah. from such Oscar-winning films like Titanic. Titanic had not come out at that point, I don't believe. And I didn't name and it. Yet, and yet, and yet, Treggs, the, the Terminator movies had. Terminator was he also Aliens of the Abyss? He did something big. I think the Abyss was yeah, also he James did the Cameron. Abyss, he did and the also Abyss. Canadian. Yeah, that's right. And Canadian, yet Dan O'Toole needs to let the CKDJ <laughs> audience know that uh, you, might, you might remember James Cameron from... Shregs, where are you right now? I am in a Holiday Inn that's, that stinks like a butthole in Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. Oh, wow. Shregger, tell me about Mobile. I know you're there for football, but it's supposed to be like a golf mecca. Like a oh, ton of it, golf it, courses it, there. There are golf courses. What do you think I am? Rain Wilson talking about Palm Springs? Let's talk about something else, Dan. Uh, look, Dan, Dan O'Toole has two things. James Cameron films and, uh, whoa, that's a big golf town, isn't it? Traeger Palm. Uh, no, Mobile, Alabama during this week. It's something called the Senior Bowl. All right, so you've got all the top seniors in college football, but it really – is like a football coaches convention. So if you're looking for a job or you got a job, you come down to Mobile and you just kind of sell yourself and it's like a fraternity out here. Guys, there's not a woman to be found. I mean, there's <laughs> just not a woman to be found in the city. And I'm here with fellow podcast celebrity, Joel Klatt. And yes. the two of us have just been tearing it up, having a great time I together, talking about the pod and talking about CKDJ and talking about ways, <laughs> talking about ways that we can find DJ. <laughs> so Shregs, I looked at your uh, your pre-draft rankings, and you yep. guys uh, have a discrepancy as far as uh, where Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston go. Yeah, and and that's what's going to make this fun. From now until April, Joel and I are going to be the draft guys on Fox Sports One, yes. both for America's pregame and Fox Sports Live, and we greatly differ at the most important position, quarterback. See, I go with Jameis Winston who was the Heisman winner two years ago, has some issues off the field, some allegations against him, very serious ones, and also some stupid stuff that he's done at college. But he comes from a pro-style NFL offense, meaning you can just plug him right in. He's heard of the terminology. Marcus Mariota is the Heisman Trophy winner this year from Oregon, obviously a great kid, has all a clean record off the field, but he never ran a, trip, a typical pro offense uh, at at Oregon, he was more of one of these spread offenses, and I talked to GMs and scouts and all that, and they're all rolling their eyes at Mariota. Meanwhile, Joel is an ex-quarterback who's seen Mariota, you know, up close because he does the Pac-12 games, and he says Mariota's the guy, not Winston. We're going to go back and forth on this for the next four months, I think. Now, I Peter Schrager, Donovan McNabb, who works on our show, uh, obviously a great quarterback on his own. He said to me, he agrees with you. He says Winston will go higher. Because he said when Winston gets to the pros, he said this on Fox Sports Live, guys will sit him down and say, you F up here, you're effing with our livelihood. Like, you're yeah, effing with our paychecks. Great point. Great point. It's paychecks. And, and I'll throw in another one. So the first pick in the draft of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, you're saying, oh, he's going to have off-the-field issues. All Tampa Bay is about three hours from Tallahassee. He is a hero here in Florida he is going to be beloved here at Tampa Bay. And then you add in the fact that Lovey Smith is their head coach. He's a disciplinarian, but he's also a father figure to a lot of these guys. He's had some knuckleheads in his days that he's turned around and made into really straight and narrow guys. It's a perfect fit. They've got the two wide receivers in Vince Jackson, Vincent Jackson and Mike Evans. I love the thought of Jameis Winston in a Buccaneers uniform. So you're saying Mike Glennon isn't the answer? Mike Glennon's not the answer. No, I'm sorry. Although, although I'm telling you, if you want to do a photo thing, 
Mike Glennon oh, and Napoleon oh, Dynamite. It is one of the great, <laughs> great similarities of all time. And and not a, nothing against uh, Mike Glennon for looking like Napoleon Dynamite, but no. not many Super Bowl winning quarterbacks look like Napoleon <laughs> no. Dynamite. Shrags, do you have a rant this week? Oh, do I ever. Do I ever. <laughs> By the way, I'm in this hotel here in Mobile, Alabama, and they still smoke in the hotel. I, oh, never, okay, oh, but that's, I love that's that. Beyond. I love that's that. Spectrovision on the top of the TV set? Yeah, SpectraVision, and they gave me one of the handicap rooms. So in the bathroom, it's one of those crazy showers where there's like seven couches in the shower. I don't know what's going on. But let's talk about my rant for the day. My rant for the day goes from my last uh, hotel experience. I was in a, a, a Hampton Inn in Norwood, Massachusetts, which is about 14, 15 miles from Foxborough, where I was doing uh, coverage for Fox Sports 1 for the game. Long story short, it's not a four seasons. We're not complaining about the hotel. All I was looking for was some sleep. I hadn't slept in days. I've been traveling all over the country from Indianapolis to Foxborough, back to Indianapolis, back to Foxborough. I get in. I don't have to be at the field till about noon because, uh, you know, our game was the late game. It was at, at 6 o'clock, the AFC Championship game. So I'm so excited. I get in early, get to the hotel. I lie down, and then I just hear – a pack of pigs and animals and chickens and, and turkeys out in the hallway screaming, and it's the worst thing in the world. It's a youth hockey team. And they're out in the hallway, and they're playing something called mini hockey. All right, trample. It sounds like the circus is in town. All I want to do is sleep. So I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm patient for a little bit, and I poke my head out, and it's a bunch of these fat slob kids wearing their jerseys, and they've got these little sticks, the and they're sticks. running up and down the hallways. I've never heard of this thing. And I go, cut the S, all right, like an old man, like get off my lawn. I just screamed it. Cut the S. All right? These Wait, kids go, go scurrying. <laughs> go scurrying. Yes, I didn't say the curse. I said what? S. <laughs> I th- they're probably more confused. What? Yeah. Cut the ass. I don't know. I can't, like, my grandpa once said it to me when he was like playing like poker with his friends, and I was like making a racket. I don't know what I channeled, but I was half awake. I said, cut the ass. So these kids go running all about, like, ah! and the mother, who, um, I mean, this is an animal, this mother, she is maybe... 300 pounds. She's wearing a John LeClaire Flyers jersey, right? I mean, she's just... Legion of Doom. Legion. She's got a Michael Renberg jersey on. She comes strutting down the hallway. Did you just Did you just swear? Like, I said, no, ma'am. I just need to sleep. And they're literally running up and down the hallway. She apologized to oh. me. I apologized to her. I got back in bed, and we had dreams of Eric Lindros. Did, you get, back at, did you get back into bed with her? Yeah. No, you no, take no, no. you take that horse down. <laughs> but have you ever heard of this mini hockey? Oh meanwhile, yeah, mini Meanwhile, sticks. I didn't sure. even know where I grew up in New Jersey. There was no youth hockey. That seems like an expensive hobby to have as a oh, kid. Oh, extremely expensive. You go to these yeah. tournaments and the kids are just let loose in the hall while yeah. their parents go and drink. Oh my yeah, God. For parents, sure. parents had no interest in life. I mean, it was seven in the morning. And meanwhile. It, there is a big football game in the, in the area. All the hotels are sold out, and it's not because of the football game. I realize it's because of this youth hockey tournament with these teams from all over the country. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's a good sign for American hockey. We're on the up and up because it seems like every single child in the world was in that hallway that night. So 
I used Peter, to think the same thing about Canadian soccer. Let, let's <laughs> let's go back to the actual game. You were at the flake gate. Did you feel any balls? Yeah, fl- feel balls. <laughs> Did I feel any balls? That's good. That's a good pun. I haven't heard enough of those. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be the worst thing about this for the next two weeks. I have to cover the Patriots the next two weeks. It's a fascinating story. But the amount of horrible jokes about, A, handling balls. I get sure, that. That's a balls. joke. I mean, whatever. B, Adding the word gate to anything, I don't understand. Watergate was a hotel. It's not like it was a I – mean, it makes no sense that we just add gate to That's everything. so true. And then C, I, I love this thing. I love this thing. Belichick is a cheater. Like, he's fully in the penalty box. He's a cheater. Yeah. All right? You're a cheater, Belichick. A yeah. cheater. People are all like, like, all right, relax. Let's, let's play the game. Let's see what happens. But, I mean, people want severe things. Peter, and- t- people are talking about – Having him not be on the sidelines at the Super Bowl. For Peter, God's did you sake. see Belichick hovered over a bag of balls, deflating them? Did like, you see? L- like Gargamel. <laughs> I did not see that. I did not see that. And and I, uh, you know, I almost have a foot in my mouth because I said it's pretty brazen to think that a a a water boy or a ball boy who you know is what twenty three years old is on the sidelines deflating balls because so, w- what could he risk if he deflated it too much and they throw the ball and nothing go- and then all of a sudden it's on him and it's Belichick's <laughs> legacy and I'm like this is some real courage that this kid had if he's actually deflating the balls but the more I mean I'm here in Mobile with other teams and they're, and they're all looking at me like and I'm like it's crazy right and they're all looking at me like I don't know not with that team I mean I, I that's can't the tell problem, you that it's Shanks. not true like not with that team that's the problem like if you're a Patriots fan everyone's like hey your team's a bunch of f- cheaters uh, what do some, you say someone sent a great tweet i think it was from our old work as uh, someone that works at tsn said it couldn't have been belichick because he wouldn't have left the 12th ball to chance yeah That's you're right point. i mean right like this guy has it all so measured what the crazy thing is and here's where the boston fans who are gonna go get some chowder and say hey screw you you know you know and what are these, <laughs> where they get so upset it's but, hey, like, it. hey. <laughs> but like they ask uh <laughs> They ask, you know, they asked Brady, uh, Brady last week about those illegal alignments. And John Harbaugh, who I know, Harbs was peeved. I mean, he was like, come on, that's deception. Like, that is illegal. It's never been done in an NFL game. And Brady gives that little wink and glimmer in his eye and yeah. says, you know, they need to learn the rule book. Like, ha, ha, ha. And then this week, when they asked Brady about it again, he, like, laughs on WEEI. Like, what? That's the most ridiculous thing. Well, no, it, I mean, no. Like, you, and then the one thing that Glazer has mentioned that no one else was really talking about. I was talking to Jay yesterday. He's down here also. Fox NFL you know, last Insider. Week, last week, uh, the Patriots filed tampering charges against the Jets because in a press conference, their owner said, yeah, we'd like, you know, we, I love Darrell Revis. I would have loved right. to have, uh, you know, had him on our team, whatever, and Revis is under contract. Like, the Patriots are fairly petty also. So, like, for them to say, like, oh, come on, let's just, we are, no, this is an issue. And that's why everyone hates the them, Shregs. That, yeah. That's why everyone hates the Pats. It's the, and, man, they dominated on Sunday. Well, that's oh, the boy, thing. That's the other thing. They hate them for two reasons. They hate them for all the reasons you mentioned, and also they're f-ing good, and they have been for And, Shregs, is some of the onus not on the ref shoulders because they touch the balls every play? They touch that's their f-ing balls. Right. They were fondling those balls the entire game. I mean, that was it. They were. Did they not notice the game. difference in the Patriots and the Colts' balls? Well, that's the thing. So the Colts have their own balls. The Patriots have their own balls. The jokes are going to be hilarious, but they do, and it's separate. But that's the thing. So the story that I heard yesterday, and again, I'm telling you, this Mobile, if you are an NFL fan and you're a real geek about it, Forget Super Bowl, forget the combine. Come for Mobile because you literally sit at a bar with 30 NFL head coaches and they're gossiping. So the story that I heard was that at half, uh, DeQuell Jackson gets this interception. 
right, runs it back for the Colts, and then he gives it over to the ball boy because he wants to keep it as a souvenir. It's his first interception as, in the playoff. He's a Colts player. And the ball boy from the Colts, or the equipment manager, feels the ball and feels that it's significantly deflated. And he, the ball boy, goes up to Chuck Pagano and says, hey, feel this. And it might be a rumor, but, like, what a crazy way to get caught that the ball boy from the opposing team just suspects. Hey, Wait, this that ball weird. boy had balls. Nope. Yeah, CKDJ. <laughs> uh, thanks, Shregs. Uh, make Shregs. it back from Mobile. Are uh, you going to the Super? You're going to the Super Bowl Tuesday, correct, or Monday? Uh, I will be there Saturday. Saturday. Boys. I was unbelievable. Off. You're going to be ripping it up in Arizona with Donovan. Uh, I at wish his you. House. Uh, do I wish you guys oh, were with me? I would man. love so much to do a live podcast from Arizona Super Bowl. We oh. get on some big time guests. Not the crap that we usually have, as right. in Peter Schrager and Joel Klatt. I'm talking <laughs> real guests, <laughs> and you guys would go nuts. CK DJ all the way. It's my favorite beach ball. <laughs> Love you, Schrager. Thanks, buddy. Have Schrager a good night, ball. bud. Peter oh, Schrager, our NFL insider. Um, Let's get right to. I can't believe he was at that game. That was crazy. We got to get right to this next guest. Schrager's oh. uh, air miles. Oh, can we call him right now? Schrager's air miles must be going up the yin yang. Oh yeah. And he goes sometimes days without sleeping because he has to. Wake up, get on a flight, so the guy's uh, burning the candle at both ends. It's almost... That's him. He gets on the train. <laughs> hey, he could check out the ride board. Yeah, ride board. <laughs> Just check out the ride board at Algonquin College, Pete Schrager riding. That would, see, that's a TV show right there. Now Schrager checks out ride boards at colleges all across America, but here's and that's the how thing. he gets to the games he has to go That to. was in the 90s. Ride boards, that's illegal now because that's... That's not safe. They had that when I was in college. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's probably 2000s. still out there. Thanks. Kids got to get around, and sometimes you need Here, companionship. You know, here's a. I'm surprised I'm alive. I don't know if I've ever told this. <laughs> I had Old to get. Man, I lived in the suburbs of Ottawa when I went to school there. The Watchmen were playing downtown. I had to get there. Couldn't find a bus. Didn't have money for a cab. I went out to the, the highway on ramp. Put my thumb up. Oh, you hit! You hitched. I hitchhiked. A van pulled up, opens here. the door. There was no seats in the back. There was a milk crate. I got in, told him where I needed to go. He dropped me off. Did he touch you? No. I am surprised I'm not dead. You'll have a fun time joining me here. Finger, finger your bum hole. Maybe this is all part of a dream <laughs> for me. Talk about your just desserts. Maybe I am dead. Squeeze your nipple. He never even spoke. Wow. Right after this. He couldn't speak English. He spoke, it was a francophone. He was French. <laughs> hey, get into my voiture. Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> I, I cannot believe I did that. Come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> that is true, though. That is uh, that is ballsy. What? Why I made it to the concert. It was a great concert. Yeah, it was they, raining. They were always good live. Watchmen. The Watchmen. They should have been the Nets tragically hip. They, they should have better management. Yeah. Yeah. How's that uh how's that phone call coming, Mike? Oh, it doesn't sound. Oh, we oh. got it. Is this Jim? He's on his cell phone and it's all scrambled. Jim, Jim, you there? It's it's a sound effect. Uh, <laughs> I can hear him, but it sounds like crap. He knows not to be in a cell phone. Oh, well no, he's well, like he, in he's in the valley or something. No, I know, but but I said we I know. He knows? No. But, but how else would he talk to us if he wasn't on his cell phone? Did wow. I'll be in the valley. Did we clear this up? I'll, I'll still try him, but it's horrible. Okay, let's call Taggart. It's not a gang show. shower. It's a group shower. I think if, if there's like 
if we're trying to build a paper trail to get Mike fired, we'll just play these last three <laughs> podcasts. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. Again, the paper trail is the books on this podcast. If there's a budget, yeah, follow the there's budget. There's got to be, again, we've just established in the last two weeks we had a budget. Now we've established that a paper trail is existing to get Mike. Mike's always very well dressed. <laughs> That's where the budget's going, Mike's wardrobe. Ma Mike, so we're going to call Taggart now? Okay, great. <laughs> hey. How about this? Uh, oh, can we play? Uh, can we play Coachella while oh, we're waiting? Okay, oh, okay. let's Here play that go. while we're waiting. Here we go. So <clears throat> they announced. <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> wow. So they announced the Coachella lineup. Yeah. They announced all the bands in the Coachella lineup. What we decided to do was play real or fake band at Coachella. Here we go. Patrick Muldowney, first band. Oh, I like this. Wonderland. Real. He is right. Thank you. Adrian Barrow back uh, voicing these uh, bands. Next band. Cashmere Cat. Cashmere Cat Fake. That's real. Horrible name. Next one. Flostradamus. Fake. That's real. No, we're killing it. Foster Domus. <laughs> I would never buy a record from them, ever. Next one. Nancy Drew. That sounds better. Nancy Drew Real. That's fake. <laughs> that's a character in a that's a I fictional know. team. <laughs> but I thought someone mystery would, solver. Okay, uh, next one. Pilgrim Planet. Real. That's fake. You're really getting killed. <laughs> I have not got one right. Okay, next one. DJ Snake. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. You are right. I only got it because Vader was nodding yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> Vader's like feeling sorry for you. Okay, next one. Remember the day. No. You're right. Good. <laughs> Bouncing back a little bit here. Okay, next one. Tale of Us. Fake. Now oh, that's real. <laughs> How is that, Benny? Here, welcome to the stage, Tale of Us. Horrible. Next one. Built to Spill. That's real. Yeah, that's real. One of my favorite bands. Yeah, I knew that. I've heard you mention them. Yeah, I do like them. That was that was an easy one. Next one. Token Soldier. Real. That's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we only have three more left, and we're going to get right to Taggart. Okay, Action next one. Action Bronson. Action Bronson. <laughs> no, it can't be real. <laughs> it is. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I okay. love this game. These guys aren't on the main stage. They're on, like, <laughs> They're the headliners. Action Bronson. Headliners. Coachella. Uh. Okay, next one. Dubfire. Fake. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Oh, this is so great. One more. Okay, one more. This is it. Last okay, one. I'm getting this. Here we go. Lil Sketch. <laughs> Lil Sketch. That's real. That is fake. <laughs> Taggart, he did terrible. Oh, my God. Were you reading off band names from Coachella? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you know any of those? Some of them I did. 
Some of them are uh, – most of them I did. He actually. knew the real one. I like Lil Sketch. That's a great name. That's a fake name? That's like Lil Blaster on uh, on SNL. I'm Lil Blaster. <laughs> I, yeah, have you guys ever been to Coachella? No. I think I'm going to go this year, Taggart. Are you going to come with me? I would love to. I, I went down there. I did it up one year really good. The year of the Cure headline. Oh, that would be good. And the Pixies that weekend. See, the thing about uh, the big uh, group concerts, the big uh, massive concerts. Kind of like a gang shower. I would do it as a. <laughs> I was. I would do it as a younger human, but now I just see it I as uh, fine parking. Oh man, it's going to be all yeah, day. No, yeah. you got to do it right. You do it the way we did it. We got a bus, and we went there, and we got park a parking pass. So we were in like the backstage parking, but that's how you did it. We had a bus to go back and forth from a place. Actually, we rented a bus for the day. Okay, so that's how you do it. That's how you do it, because then you. Uh, you can just hang out whenever you want. You yeah. go back, have a few cold suds, have a few yeah. laughs. It's so hot down there. Check out all the uh, wonderful new bands and uh, the attractive ladies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah that's. Hey, uh, Tagger, we were just talking about the Watchmen because I, I went to a concert of theirs once, and I uh, I should have been dead because I hitchhiked in a van. Why didn't the Watchmen explode? They were pretty big. I yeah, mean, but in they, Canada, you always thought they they'd reach that next level, but. Uh... They weren't able to. I don't know what happened there. I think it's just one of those things, Toolsy, when a band uh, keeps going and uh, they try to get to the next level, and that next level for Canadian bands is America. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then they kind of have to tour Canada, and sometimes bands will not realize that you can't just keep playing just because people are coming. You have to create a demand by not playing on every single record. Yeah, so that's you, good so point. It's, but it's hard not to tour Canada when you can make money. So Correct. a lot of bands overstay their kind of welcome if they are popular and people get sick of them quick. You know, that's the other thing. That's, very, mm. that's a very good answer. Hey, Taggart and Torrance podcast, you guys are killing it right now. How much are you loving this? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on, but the Can- Canadianity is burning like wildfire. It's... We're consistently number one in comedy, and it's just always popping into the – the, all the overall charts in the top ten too. So it, it's clear we were over fifty thousand downloads in the first oh. week. So it's, Holy a, it's crap. actually that's huge. People are binge listening. They love it. Now uh, you're also doing a lot of radio. Uh, tell us about that. Where do you do? You, do you like radio more than the podcast? Podcasts you can swear a little bit more, maybe a bit more blue. Yeah, you you can, and actually, there's interest now in the pod to be aired on radio somewhere. Yes. Uh, so um, that's kind of I don't know. I like the podcast for what it is. I like the fact that, as you guys know, it becomes kind of more than just something that you do once a week. I mean, we we are hoping not just to play with you guys and do an actual tour, but to take it to a venue. Uh, where people enjoy discussion and fun and stuff like that for a night, and uh, it, and not to mention the, there's a possibility of a Canadianity book. Wow! And uh, you know we're we're looking at some sponsorship and stuff. Now that we have some numbers to back up our pitches, and oh, so it's good. It's all good, boy. Thanks to you guys for yeah. giving us a chance on your show. By the way, holy boats! Yeah, sponsorship would be great. Ours bailed on us. Um, Rocket <laughs> Richard, he entered the Wall of Fame this week. Uh, we played his Grecian Formula, two minutes for looking so good, and we looked at the product. I believe that product's probably now banned. It, it was just a liquid you put in your hand. Did anyone you know use the Grecian formula? 
and it was nasty. Did yeah. maybe Ronnie? Maybe Ronnie ran a little of that through his hair at one no, point. No, but Ronnie would fire the old uh, VO5 hot oil treatment if he was going to a party. <laughs> Hold on. To describe that. that. Describe that. Wow, Ronnie's yes. head. Just coming out all dolled up. <laughs> so what so is? So what, you would bend over into a sink and then. Yes, definitely be like the hot oil treatment where you get your hair all dolled, burned up with the. The hot oil in it, and you got so to wait for it to dry it. or whatever, and the, but you end up looking like uh, you're uh, ready to uh, go on tour with Conway Twitty. <laughs> Vo5 hot oil treatment. I haven't heard that in ages. Wow. Can I? Can I also just say that? Can you imagine being on tour with Conway Twitty when he was at the height of his debauchery? Oh my god! Unbelievable. <laughs> that would be like so much fun. Of women. Oh, just all these girls in That's tight Conway blue jeans. Classic. He was really, really had a. A uh, strong penchant for sex, and like, <laughs> and probably just a massive. <laughs> like if Conway Twitty, dink, dink. Sorry, Big Dink. Conway Twitty. That was probably the name of one of one of his mid seventies albums. Big Dink. Conway Twitty hung like a mule. Yeah, there's no question about it. Him and Milton Berle, and Darius from Hootie and the Blowfish. Really, really, rocker. Yes. Big Schlong. Apparently, likes to. Uh, he's he's noted for it in the Carolinas. <laughs> Same with like Schrager. Like we play bars, and it's like, oh, Darius, oh, goodness. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, Darius, like, oh, goodness. Just classic. Hey, remember, like, our man Ed Robertson, apparently, from the Baronicle Ladies. He's our the milty, milk, Uncle Milty of Canada. God, this is a rumor that I wish people would tell about me. What were you saying? Uh, I thought they were on the wall. Oh, no, no bare naked ladies on the wall. No. Mike just pointing at random at yeah, the wall. Classic just Mike. Pointing, Lights. distracting us. Pictures. <sighs> Floor. Oh, jeez. This uh, is why your podcast Tiger. works, Tagger, and ours doesn't. Yeah. Just... What are you talking about works? You no. Been... Well, we have audio issues the last two weeks. This one's probably still f- It probably sounds like we're talking through ice right now. It's, it's a little quiet right now. I've oh, got to really great. listen to hear you guys. I don't we're, know what's going on. Every but, uh, week it's I... getting better and better. And by better, I mean worse. <laughs> My remember remember when you guys were in that closet at TSN, those good old days? Oh, yeah. When you guys oh, yeah. were in that little tiny yeah, box. That with, closet. Or no, it was even when, when Dusty was on. I think you guys were in that closet, right? Yeah, with the back of the uh, the old TSN radio. Right yeah. in the old sound booth. Yeah, right in the booth. And uh, but then we did it down at the Chum Building. Those are good days. We had Kristoff. He, he knew how to run an audio board. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Kristoff was on today with Hoagie. I was with Mike Hogan this oh, morning really? filling in for Mako and Cosmos. Oh. Uh, Lawrence Dushinsky and Kristoff, and obviously. Oh, nice Great to see him behind the glass. Yeah, he's the best. Dependable. Knows when to bring the levels up, bring them down. <laughs> These aren't popping with Kristoff. Anyway, Taggart, it's been great having you on, my friend. Uh, I'm going to be seeing you uh, very yes. soon, I think. And uh, and uh, we're gonna have a great time. Toolsy's gonna be there. We're all gonna have a good time. So uh, we're gonna we'll have talk- something to talk about. We're gonna talk about that next week. But Let's so- give him something to talk about. Bonnie Raitt, everyone. Bonnie hey, Raitt. Uh, Toolsy, did you pump out your? Uh, are you you're coming in for your charity thing too, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, pink and the ring. Tune, tune the pink, one in the ring. Uh, visit to cancer.ca slash Danny's Donations. Yes. Uh, I checked today. It was at $75. Yeah. It's right. up over 1000 now. Oh, well, I was wondering Ooh. why you went on this mad Twitter rampage. Because like, the, but it works. The, because the Cancer uh, Foundation people, they're like, Dan, your donations are at $75. We're trying to get 25000 I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
really, really, really pulling in the loot. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like, Bart Simpson when he ran for class president, he thought everyone's just going to show up and vote, and no one did. Yeah. That's so that's. I thought, hey, people will see that I'm uh, putting a thing that together. I'm dead. <laughs> and the, the donate. No, no one knows. Hey. I just know one thing. I can't wait to see you guys. Yeah, it's going to be great, buddy. Hey, uh, buddy. Take care. Stay Say warm. hi to John for us, and we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Okay, love you too, That's buddy. G- uh, Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. All right, we got to wrap this up. We got to get up to the show. I got to stop drinking so much liquid on this podcast. I got to pee, right, so pee so bad. I got to pee so bad right now. Oh, my, no. It's coming out my eyeballs. This. I think I ruined it. Oh, no. Can you guys still hear me? <laughs> hey, I got a six-month checkup on my laser eye surgery, and my eyes are still good. Guys, his eyes are still good. Eyes are good. here. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and guys, if you need a ride, just check the ride board. I uh, got to say, check the ride board. <laughs> You'll have uh, a fun time joining me here. <laughs> uh, I want to thank uh, Mike Botticello. For doing a great job. Seriously. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Seriously. That means a lot. I know I you were just kidding before, I, I, right? I think we turned it around this week. $2,000 a month on the podcast budget. Mike's wardrobe. These new jeans. Uh, Pat Muldowney, thanks for the drops. And uh, Michael Vader, thanks for the camera work. And something to look forward to, a sneak peek. These are real uh, movie posters that we got to get to uh, next week. You can uh, tune in. And thanks to Andy Roddick. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Andy Roddick. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, uh, see you next week. We love you guys. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home. This is my first time here. You'll have a fun time joining me here. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. Dan O'Toole here.